You've opened the door to the janitor's domain, a broom closet full of wonder. Beyond the plungers, brooms, and unknown items of disgust are memories of the past. The memories you are about to hear are not for the faint of heart. The memories are meant for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. Prepare yourself for tales from the janitor. Oh boy, yada meter. Oh boy, yada greeter. I mean that girly of mine. I'll say she's simply divine. <laughs> uh, uh, um, sorry there. Uh, I'm sure you didn't come here to listen to my singing. Uh, I try to only do it when uh, no one else is around. <laughs> uh, well. Welcome to the Stanley Hotel. Did you know that this hotel serves as the hotel in Stephen King's novel, The Shining? He even stayed in the infamous room 217, the room where a gas explosion started just two years after the hotel was open. Many strange occurrences have happened in that room, from beds being made while you're sleeping, to suitcases being packed in the middle of the night. The hotel was also featured in the movie Dumb, and dumber. And, and to quote Lloyd, so you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> well, this 140-room hotel was built in 1909 and includes a restaurant, spa, and has some wonderful views of the Rockies and of Lake Estes. The Stanley Hotel was named after Freeland Oscar Stanley. Interestingly enough, the same person who also invented the steam automobile. Can you imagine if we were still driving steam cars today? <laughs> but, I, but I digress. You're not here to listen to the history of this grand hotel. So let's move on to the first sordid tale of our menu, which takes place in an area that turned out more than one million feet of lumber for the railroads. The small town of Black Forest. And no, it's not the German Black Forest. <laughs> Steve, I can't believe that we were actually able to get this house. Oh, it's like a dream. The boys seem to really like it. But why all the sudden realization that it's ours? What's not to like? What I mean to say is, well, we've already been living here for a year. We were leasing it before. The first year doesn't count. We can actually say it's ours now. For now, anyways. Until you change your mind again. I'm not leaving here. This house has everything I ever wanted. This is a nice house. Agreed. Hey, I'm going to go check on the boys and see how they're doing. Okay. Just let me know if you need anything. Steve? Come quickly! What's going on, Beth? Quit messing around with the lights. We're not doing it. The switch is over there. It's probably some faulty wiring. I'll run into town and get some items at the hardware store. Hurry up. This is freaking me out. I'll be back soon. Give me about an hour. Hurry up, honey, please. Do you want to come with me? Uh, no, we'll be fine. I need to fix the boys a sandwich anyway. Just hurry up. You'll be fine. Okay, guys. Who wants peanut butter and jelly? 
Steve? What now? I haven't even gotten the car started yet. Come back inside, please. Okay. Are more lights going haywire? Just come inside. What the heck is that noise? Do you think our house might be haunted? No, it can't be that. The noise is probably just water pipes. Water pipes don't sound like that. (gasps) Did you just see that? See what? It, it, It looked like someone just ran past the window. Beth, there is no one out there. Steve, I'm starting to get freaked out here. I know you hear that music, too. It's probably just some kids playing. (laughs) I mean, they could have picked a better song. Why don't we go into town and I'll look at getting some cameras. (sighs) That would help me. Come on. We can get some ice cream while we're out. I could go for some ice cream. (laughs) Maybe we should get some for your ghosts. (laughs) Steve, that's not funny. Oh, come on. You know I'm just playing. (sighs) Come on, kids. Get your shoes on. We are going into town. (laughs) I still think that you're just imagining things. I'll feel better when I know the truth. You ready, guys? Uh, uh, do Do you think we can go to the general store, too? Sure. Why not? Oh, come on. We can get a couple of steaks and I'll grill them for you. Just the way you like them. Well, if you are making steaks, I guess we can go. (laughs) We can get some potatoes, too. And some corn. I'm beginning to like going to town. So, what do you think all the noises are at the house? Honey, I told you it was just the water pipes or some kids playing jokes. But what if it's not? Then we will catch whatever it is on the cameras. I hope so. It will be okay. Don't worry, honey. Over the next four years, the couple had 62 unexplained break-ins. The local sheriff opened an investigation and conducted 45 follow-ups. The family drained their funds trying to catch whoever was causing the activity. Today in the house, doors open and close by themselves. Appliances turn off and on. Objects disappear and reappear elsewhere in the house. Alarms go off for no reason. And (laughs) shadowy figures and voices can be seen and heard. Red, yellow, and white lights can be seen. Apparitions of an old lady, a little girl, a burly man, and a flying dog. Plus, all the faces in the mirror can be seen. For some unknown reason, the family still lives there. I wouldn't suggest visiting the house, though, as the house is surrounded by cameras and alarms, as they are all still trying to catch the people responsible for what's been going on. Our next destination is a stretch of road that leads from Thornton to Brighton. Here we go. <laughs> Do you think your dad is going to be mad at us? Yes, he is. 
I'm sorry. I just lost track of time. Hank, I was telling you for the last two hours that we had to go. I know, but the game was on. Nuggets versus Bulls. It's not my fault that the game went into double overtime. English saved our skin at the end there. Bulls are hopeless. They'll never win anything. I don't know what your fascination with basketball is anyway. It's just a bunch of guys running and throwing a ball into a ring. It's called a hoop. And they don't throw, they shoot. Whatever it is, it's still boring to me. I don't know why I go to Jeff's house with you to watch them. Hey, at least we're spending time together. You always say that we don't spend enough time together. I mean we need to spend time together alone. Without your friends. What about the time that we went to the lake? We were alone then. Yeah, but we went up there to do other stuff. I don't know, it seemed like we had a good time, if I remember right. I mean, you kept saying how much you loved it. We could do other stuff too, though. I mean, when was the last time you took me dancing or or out to eat? I took you out to eat tonight, didn't I? Technically, yes, you did take me to Jeff's place and we did eat. But what about going to a restaurant or going on a picnic? Tell you what, we can go to a restaurant next Friday night. Really? Where are you taking me? We could go to Nana's. Oh, I like that place. And what do you want to do after dinner? Maybe we could go watch a movie? As long as it's not a scary movie. You always pick those. I pick those on purpose so you can get closer to me. You don't need to pick those to get me close to you. What about a comedy movie? Well, I like laughing at you. (laughs) You mean with me? to. Oh, that reminds me of a joke I heard today on the radio. So there's this boy, Bobby, and he goes to pick up his date, Peggy, and he's greeted at the door by her father. The father invites him in, and he asks Bobby where they're going to go on the date. Bobby responds that we'll probably go to a restaurant and then a movie. Peggy's dad suggested that they screw. Bobby is shocked, says, excuse me? Her dad says, yeah, Peggy really likes to screw. Why, she would screw all night if you let her. Peggy comes downstairs and says that she's ready to go. Peggy and Bobby leave. And about 20 minutes later, she comes rushing back in the house and slams the door and yells at her father, Dad, it's called the twist. The twist. (laughs) Now that is funny. (laughs) I thought you might like that one. I have one for you. Nothing too dirty, I hope. A young man from Alabama goes into a store and asks the pharmacist for some rubbers. The pharmacist states that it'll be $4.99 plus tax. The young man is shocked. Tax? God almighty, don't they stay on themselves? That was a little dirty. Yeah, like your screw joke wasn't? Okay, you got me there. What is this guy's problem? Just, just let him pass. I am motioning for him to pass, and he's just not doing it. Well, slow down a little bit. Maybe then he'll pass. If I slow down anymore, he's going to be in our back seat. Just pull over, then. There's no room to pull over. I'll just drive a little faster. Hank, I think he wants to race you. Put your seatbelt on, Heather. This guy wants to race. I'll give him a race. That's my man. Let's see if you can keep up with me now. Just remember all the curves. I've driven this road so many times. I know every little detail. 
phantom Camaro that patrols this road is a story that is often heard in the area. The story goes that a Camaro with one headlight will encourage drivers to a race. <laughs> Unfortunately, no one has ever beaten the driver as they always end up crashing their vehicle. If you're driving down the road in daylight or night and a Camaro with one headlight pulls up behind you, you might find it best just not to race them. <laughs> well, at least one accident a year, the survivors always tell the same tale about the Camaro. And they say ghosts don't exist. We're not going anywhere. It happens on this road. There's just something about this road. Gabe, dinner's ready. Give me a minute. I'm almost done. I don't know why you wanted these gates anyway. They look terrible. Quit your nonsense, woman. These gates are a work of art. Well, I still don't like them. I can't help it if you don't appreciate art. Did you hear me? I said that dinner was ready. I heard you, woman. I'll go in when I'm finished here. <laughs> Just don't go blaming me when it gets cold. <sighs> you know I will. Don't worry about her. I'll get her to appreciate you. She'll take care of you just as well as I do. She just doesn't understand you the way I do. She's a woman. Please forgive her ignorance. She sometimes can't help herself. Was that you say? You want me to do what? There, there has to be another way. Don't get upset. I heard you. I'll do it. She gave me two children, though. I understand. We can do that later. I'll see you after I eat, and we'll talk about how. About time you got in here. Your plate's in the oven. I'm gonna go wash up first. I'll reheat your food. She doesn't love me anymore. She's just using me for my money. And the kids, little loudmouth brats. She never lets me discipline them the way I want to. They should be beaten, just like how my dad beat me. She's always coddling them. They couldn't even been bothered to help me. This ends now. What is this crap? It's chicken tikka masala. Where are the potatoes? There are no potatoes in chicken tikka masala. Why did you make this? I wanted to try something new. Did you like it? Yes, I did. Very much so. It took me four hours to make it. You could have made pepper steak and potatoes in a lot less time. I'll make that tomorrow if you like. Why can't you make it now? For one, we don't have the steak needed, and I just finished putting all the dishes away. If you don't want to eat that, I can make you a sandwich. I see. I'm stuck with a lousy sandwich if I don't eat this crap. Have you even tasted it yet? No, it just looks like someone went to the bathroom on some rice. <sighs> just close your eyes and take a bite, you big baby. I'll pass. I'll just take a cup of coffee. I'm going to go back and finish the gate. You and that stupid gate. <sighs> what else do you have to do to that ugly thing? 
It's not ugly. And I probably would have been done by now if you just let the kids help. Sure. That is all we need. Let the kids play with rusty metal and use sharp tools. Yeah? Well, how else are they supposed to learn? Learn what? The value of a man. Yeah? Well, teach me. Because right now, I don't see any man here. I don't need to put up with this. You're just some dumb woman. I was only dumb once in my life. Oh yeah? When was that? When I married you. Stupid woman. Maybe I should do it. But then who would watch the kids? Maybe I could take care of them too. Stupid woman. Brats for kids. Why can't they just appreciate the gate? My gate to hell. My only friend left in this world. People are going to regret messing around with me. Time to show them who's boss. Gabe, is that you? The kids and I are getting ready for bed. We are all upstairs if you want to say goodnight. No need to say goodnight, because their night will not be good. My night will be, though. <laughs> I did what you, my precious gate, has asked. What do you wish of me now? It shall be done. The David Wolpert House was built in 1860. On November 28, 1975, this two-story brick house was completely engulfed in a fiery inferno. The fire was so devastating that only a couple outside walls were left. While this story is only one of many different variations, the ending of the family is the same. They perished in the fire, and the husband was never seen again. If you're ever near the house today, you can still hear the screams echoing around the house. <laughs> There's a woman in white who walks along the road near the house, but never goes past the gates. Is this the spirit of the woman who tragically met her end by her husband? Is she still trying to escape the fire while looking for her children? People have seen the lady in white on the road and have stopped and asked if they could help. But she always stays quiet and continues down the road. When the people pass her and look in their rearview mirror, they no longer see her. The property that this house was built on has seen a myriad of deaths. There are stories about slaves being burned and hung from the trees. An underground chicken coop that has had mysterious markings on its walls that people said was the blood of victims of some satanic cult that practiced black magic in the area. It's amazing how God hasn't struck down that damnable place. I don't know if we'll ever know the truth about this mysterious place and the road it's on. I don't even know if we want to know the truth. Albert Einstein once said, The question that sometimes drives me hazy... Am I, or are others crazy? <laughs> Stick it to the roads. Let's check out another place. Get your kicks on Route 66.
six. <laughs> hey, Mom? Yes, dear? I want to thank you for taking me and Ava to the Four Corners today. Yes, thank you very much, Mrs. Martinez. No, you should thank your father. He's the one that took all of us. Thank you, Dad. Thank you, Mr. Smith. It was my pleasure. Now you can tell everyone that you've been in four states at once. Honey, how about we stop at the next place we see and get some drinks? We can do that. Never understood why they don't have water at the park. It's because it's on Navajo land? What does that have anything to do with it? You see, Mr. Smith, the location of the marker is controlled by two American Indian tribal governments, the Navajo Nation and the Ute Mountain Ute Tribe Reservation. When did you get so smart? I'm just reading the pamphlet. Oh, I didn't know Olivia had any friends that knew how to read. Dad! Paul, be nice. We all had a long day. I was. I said she had friends. <laughs> Stop it. I already have to use the bathroom. Well, you're going to have to hold it. The next gas station is about 30 miles away. Do we have anything to eat in here? Mm, I don't know, honey. Let me look. There should be a couple of granola bars in the glove box. <laughs> should I ask why there is food in the glove box? What? Sometimes I get hungry on my way home from work. Your time is what? Like three minutes long? Well, sometimes I get stopped at the light. That adds 30 seconds. <laughs> Whatever. Here you go, girls. Thank you. Nothing like eating glove box snacks. Better than nothing. Uh, how long have they been in there? Best not to know that answer. Ah, oh, man. Oh, we got a flat. Looks like it's the driver's side front tire. Anything we can do to help? Yeah, you can get out of the car and watch me change the tire. How long is this going to take? Shouldn't be more than 10, 15 minutes. Come on, girls. Let's go over to that rock and wait in the shade. Can't believe we got a flat. Stupid tire. Probably caught a rock. Paul, watch out! What the...
This is only one of the many stories that you might hear traveling down the old Route 666. Route 666 is no longer named that as it was changed to U.S. Route 491 back in 2003. The stories today just don't have the same meat on them. 491 just isn't as evil sounding as, uh, 666. (laughs) Some of the stories you might have heard would have been Satan's sedan, the hounds of hell, the pale spirit, (laughs) and countless disappearances and time loss. What other stories can people tell us about this stretch of highway? Whether the highway was built over a burial ground, or if it was the devil himself causing all this mischief, we will never know. No, don't worry. It's just a story, I'm sure. (laughs) Uh, Well, speaking of stories, our final story for the day takes us off the road and into something a little more or less crazy. Have you ever heard of the Ridge Home? Take all your overgrown infants away somewhere and build them a home. A little place of their own. The Ridge Memorial Home. For incurable tyrants and kings. That's enough, Roger. Okay, who wants some candy? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Dr. Waters. Roger, take Anthony into room six. It's time for his checkup. But doctor, didn't he just have his checkup yesterday? Are you questioning me, orderly? No, sir. Anthony, come over here. I am I'm Anthony. Anthony. I am Anthony. Um, I am Anthony. Um, I am Anthony. Anthony. What a wanker. Can I play on the piano? Uh, yes, you may, Karen. Bruce, please help her out. I want to play. play. I want to play. I want to play. I want to play. Come on, Anthony. I want to play. I want to play. I want to play. Doctor, I need a little help. No one gets to play piano. Doctor, I don't think that's quite the right thing to do. Nurse, report to my office. You'll be written up for insubordination for that. Doctor, this isn't your playground. We have rules to follow. I am the one who makes the rules. Everyone here does what I say. Do you understand me? But, but doctor... Do I need to repeat myself, nurse? No, doctor. I understand. Roger, Anthony better be ready in five minutes. He will be. Nurse, make sure everyone here takes double the dose that they normally get. Doctor. It's time we step up the treatment. Everyone gets double the candy today. I want want candy. candy. I want candy. I want candy. Candy. Oh, here you go. Candy. And here you go. I like candy. Here you go. I like candy. I like candy. Here you go. Make sure to drink the water with the candy. (laughs) I like candy. Candy. I like candy. I like candy. Doctor, what pills are you giving him? They seem to be a little more off than normal. They are test drugs. We're testing drugs here now? It's a way for us to make money. We test them on the patients. Aren't we only supposed to test them on certain patients? We make money testing on each patient. So today, you made twice the amount? You're catching on. Anthony is ready for you, doctor. On my way, orderly. 
I'll finish up in here, doctor. Nurse, monitor the patients and report back to me in one hour. Yes, doctor. Okay, Anthony. Are you ready for your treatment? Didn't we do this yesterday? We are speeding up your treatment. Don't you want to go back out into the world? Do you think I belong there? Yes, I do believe you belong out there. What if it doesn't work? Then we will keep trying. Here, bite down on this. Okay. Orderly, turn the knob to ten. But, Doctor? Ten, I said. Are we ready? Uh-huh. Hurry up now, Doctor. Ready? Ridge Home had many reported problems in its life. In 1940, forced sterilization was practiced on a regular basis. In 1950, it was reported that an administrator said many of the home's adult patients were far too mentally competent to be there. They were there because the families abandoned them and they had nowhere else to go. In 1970, parts of the home were closed because the foundation was cracking due to poor building management. Fire safety was also deemed inadequate, as the house didn't have adequate fire escapes and paths. In the 1980s, reports came out that the residents were being neglected due to understaffing and staff training. At least one member was sent to prison for abusing multiple patients and bragging about it. In 1988, there were constant break-ins by teenagers and homeless people looking to get warm. In 1992, the home was finally shut down. Back in 1959, there were over 670 children in the home. The hospital was built and opened in the early 1900s, and there were lots of stories of abuse, such as children being put in cages. The Ridge home is all but demolished now. The spirits of all the children and adults can still be heard by their screams. I don't know about you, but I think I've had enough of this state for the time being. I'll see you at our next stop. Did you know that the ancient Egyptians believed that upon death, they would be asked two questions, and their answers would determine whether they could continue their afterlife? The first question was, did you bring joy? And the second question was, did you find joy? Remember that there is a sacredness in tears. They are not the mark of weakness, but of power. They are messengers of overwhelming grief and unspeakable love. That was rather poignant, no? Unfortunately, I cannot stay. I'll see you at my next job. I'm going to Dudleytown. Ha 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 ha.